0: Welcome to the TMZ podcast, Derek and Eric here. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, Let's start off with Nancy Pelosi, shall we? Uh, This is her first time sort of hearing from her speaking out about the attack on her husband, Paul Pelosi, at their home in San Francisco. You remember, Nancy wasn't there that night. So this is entirely an interaction between Paul and and what sounds like a crazed man sort of in their yeah, house in with, with wielding a hammer.
1: Yeah, wanted to asking like where's Nancy and wanted to break her kneecaps.
0: Yes. Sort uh, of a mini January 6th, like a guy kinda. sort of storming around demanding to see someone. Yeah. I remember in January 6th, where's Mike Pence? Where's Nancy? Yeah. That was a sort of
1: rallying call of So some of those so people. Nancy's talking to Anderson Cooper now about this and uh, obviously I think she's very angry at, at the guy who broke in. Also very angry at Donald Trump and Elon Musk mm-hmm. for uh for speaking about this. Uh, She's referencing- Which you knew they
0: would. You knew at least Donald Trump would say something
1: and Elon Musk getting into into the action as well. People, you know, being kind of laughing about this situation is bad enough. One of the issues she has with Elon is about him retweeting a, a story from a very weird fringe website implying all kinds of things about a relationship between Paul and the attacker and that he was drunk and blah, blah, blah. And Elon just said- uh, there's a tiny possibility there might be more to this story than meets the eye. Which th- he thinks, in his mind, I'm sure sounds like, oh, I'm being kind of responsible here.
0: I'm, I'm noting that this is a-, a conspiracy theory. But, you know, some conspiracy theories are true. So he floats it out there. The irresponsibility of this move is uh, yeah. is unbelievable. Now he's on Twitter. There's a tiny
1: possibility it's true. Then you could find any fringe article about anybody and just post it. And go, there's a tiny possibility it's true. Things feel
0: different with him owning the company, don't they? Yes. It's different than being a troll on on the platform and owning the company and floating this stuff. Yeah, it gives it
1: some legitimacy. So this is what Nancy had to say to Anderson about all this. Former President of the United States, Donald Trump, Elon Musk. Others have spread stories, casting doubt on what happened, fomenting conspiracy theories. What do you have to say to them?
2: It's 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 really sad for the country. It's really sad for the country that people of that high visibility would separate themselves from the facts and the truth in such a blatant way. It's really sad and it is um, traumatizing to those affected by it. Uh, They don't care about that, obviously, but it's destructive to the unity that we want to have in our country. But I don't have anything to say to them. I mean, I, we have nothing. There w- there would be no common ground to have any conversation with them.
1: Yeah, that's sad. When there's no conversation left to have, then what's? where do you go from there? This is what Harvey's been saying is is the sides are so
0: polarized at this point that there is no room for common ground and conversation, which is the lifeblood of a democracy is, is having yeah. two parties that sort of hash things out. There's a spirit of compromise. That's just gone. And and obviously, this is a different situation uh, given that it's not a political
1: issue. It's sort of an attack, but she's but saying, but we can't even sort of agree political. that my husband was attacked by a guy in my home what's there left to talk about but it is sort of political and this is the sad thing about it because it's not just Donald Trump and Elon Musk a lot of people who hate Nancy Pelosi were like kind of laughing about this and cheering it and championing it you can hate Nancy Pelosi go right ahead but this is this is wrong this is bad and and, and you know there are lots of politicians i don't care for i yes. would love to see them voted out what I don't want to see happen is people break into their homes and attack them and attack their spouses and loved ones. Like, yeah, you that's, say that's it, insane.
0: You say it, it is wrong. And I agree with you. We're, we're sort of in our own little echo chamber. But the like people even an echo chamber, the people aren't laughing because they believe it's true. They believe it's a false flag. They believe this is a, no, there, this are, there is a are cooked people up by who the Democrats are very
1: to, happy to they think this is Nancy getting what she deserves. There is some of that. that There's definitely that's definitely some
0: of Nancy got what she had coming because she's a bad person. There's also a, 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 a group of people, though, who believe it didn't happen. And that's the strange part, who believe that this is part of a a false flag to influence the election, that they actually knew each other. That's what Elon was was spinning when he when he sent that article that stuff is really destructive to truth and and sort of understanding and reality and the fabric of sort of common ground. And here we have the Internet, which is supposed to be this vast access to information and get us all on the same page so we all know everything. We actually know nothing. We know less, you know, because everything is challengeable and there is no reality. It's a very, very strange position to be in. She also sort of talked in this interview about sort of, the trauma that she felt from this, when your home is invaded, even if you're not there, there's a sense of security that's lost. You know, now yeah. he will always sort of. It sounds like she'll always sort of have to grapple with the fact that uh, that that bubble has been breached, and you never sort of recapture you, the you feeling see of safety.
1: A stranger in your home swinging a hammer at you. How do you ever feel safe?
0: Now I anticipate this will all be
1: mocked as well. Like of people it will. will look
0: at this interview and they'll meme will. her trauma, and that's the disgusting part. I mean, look, I, I don't know actually uh, you know to to a degree of absolute certainty if 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 she's really feeling traumatized but at some point you have to take people at their face value and it well, seems like she, she was traumatized n- by not it feel so traumatized I like somebody broke into your strange. house and
1: beat your elderly husband with a hammer that's traumatizing yeah For anybody that's it's not sh- a political it's strange thing to
0: draw the opposite conclusion from it watching is. someone say i'm traumatized my husband was beat with a hammer
1: you know what i mean like yeah. i guess you can
0: uh, everyone's entitled to their own sort of thoughts but it's a very strange conclusion it's a this is a strange microcosm of where we are politically, because you would think everyone can agree people shouldn't be hurt. People shouldn't have their homes invaded, even yeah. politicians who hate each other. But we can't even that's agree not a on political, that. Like I said, again, that's <laughs> not a
1: political stance that I don't want Democrat or Republicans to have, you know, it, People break into their homes and assault them. Yeah. The, no. Yeah. That's, that's a dangerous, dangerous route for this country to And go.
0: interestingly, after, in the wake of the uh, the Roe v. Wade reversal, you remember some of the justices' homes were targeted. I remember the Democrats saying, this is a- out of bounds. I, uh, this yeah. is out of bounds to attack someone's home. Uh,
1: and, and, we don't do that here and in America. even that was...
0: And they dis- disagreed with it, the it opinion. It is off
1: to go to somebody's home, but even that was protesting on the street. If somebody yes. broke into Brett Kavanaugh's home and attacked his wife with a hammer, Absolutely not. That you would is, think, you would hope that is horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what else. Strange, is strange,
0: strange sign of the times. Okay, let's move on to um, the very, very sad saga of of Aaron Carter. We're learning more yeah. as the days go on. You know, he he was found dead in his bathtub on Saturday. Um, the last time he was seen alive was. 2 a.m. on Friday, apparently there was, he was supposed to attend a rehab session on Saturday that yeah, he missed. An, an online session. An online session, yes, and, but he missed that. And he missed
1: he that, missed that uh, uh, and, and now the the likely theory is that he missed it because he was already dead. Yeah,
0: listen, he struggled a lot, and now we know what was at the scene um, of, of the death. There were multiple cans of compressed air. There's are sort of, you know, you can buy these things to clean your keyboard. There's ways to yeah. get compressed air. There were allegations um, from people on the internet they would watch his live stream, and they were worried that he was huffing.
1: Because that, that was a he, story. he posted a video recently. Uh, it was live streaming where the, the camera went dark, and you just heard what sounded like him huffing. Yes. And fans became very concerned at that point. And then there was they, a wellness
0: check, though, and he, yes. that turned out to be okay at the time.
1: But but people were already suspecting that. And and you could say, well, that's just a theory. But then they found, you know, we don't have a cause of death yet. We no. should say that. Like, they, the uh, medical report's not come out yet what the actual cause of death was. But... There were there were pills and and compressed air cans at the scene. And And we know he's someone who battled openly with with substance abuse. I I don't think this is a huge leap of logic here.
0: It's not. I mean, we'll have to wait to see what the final sort of autopsy, what the medical examiner has to say about the cause of death. Uh, But the signs are starting to sort of look like there were some substances involved and maybe an accidental death, maybe a suicide. I don't know if that element will ever actually know.
1: know, Just just guessing what what it appears to be is very similar to Whitney Houston. Yeah. Someone whose body just gave out and they drowned in a tub. And, and it's just At 34 sad thirty-four years old. Whitney Houston was what forty-eight. I forty-eight. Believe. I mean, these are young people, vibrant
0: people, uh, yeah. you know, full of life. When you think of them in your mind's eye, and Aaron Carter, even though he struggled, was a young man, much younger yeah. than you or I. And and um, you know, he was focused on making new music in recent weeks. There was talk that he was going to you know drop a new album, maybe mend
1: fences with his brother Nick Carter. Who knows if any of that would have come and, to and fruition or materialized to, to have a relationship with his his son. Uh, Had a fiancé. So this seems—suicide seems fairly unlikely. Yeah. There's no indication of that. The sad thing is, you know, since he was nine years old when he became famous, and then he started struggling fairly early on, like in his teen years, we've all watched this happen slowly for a very long time. Yes. And there's nothing you can do. No. We know—none of us knew him personally. And even, like, his family, his brother, his his fiancé, they tried to help him. Yes. But, you know, like they say, with with an addict— they have to want it for themselves, and and there were times he did, and he and he made it, and then he would fall off the wagon again. That's why this is just so sad because you watch someone trying, yes, and just ultimately fails. And you see
0: family. Look, when when someone
1: like this is is in your life,
0: um, you know, Nick Carter spoke about loving his brother and the love never fading. But when someone is is destructive and you start to form your own family. Nick had to pull away at times, and and there's no judgment, but I'm sure Nick feels guilt about it. It's just a
1: natural human Maybe. feeling I, to feel. Possibly because we fault. don't we don't know all of the the ups and downs of their relationship over the years. And and after Aaron died, Nick came out and said that you know of course he loves him. It's his brother. He will always love him no matter what their issues were. Yeah. But but again, like with addicts, you you can't make them get better. Yeah. They, have, they, to they, walk have, to get they have to want to get better. That, that's and, part of the disease. And and the sad thing is, it seemed like Aaron wanted it, but just couldn't quite get there. Yeah,
0: it's really sad. I, you know, look, he's a little bit younger for my generation to sort of have a, a strong. You musical connection. I didn't grow up, him, up but, listening but, but, you to. You know, Nick, we know somebody Aaron here at
1: work Carter. who who is the same age as Aaron Carter and and cried yesterday. It impacted her like, deeply, Courtney. He was my my idol when I was eight, nine, ten years old. He yeah. was her peer. He made fun music. You know, Aaron's party was a catchy song. And, yes. And so to see where his life went, it's just sad.
0: I've been finding myself watching old interviews with him when already his life had had hit some 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 hurdles and and so forth. And there's a sadness when you watch these things now, knowing that he passed away in a bathtub. You know, I used to look at him as like, oh, he's he's quite annoying. He's one of those celebrities who's like a has been and just sort of hung around. And now I it, it's just clouded by a lot of like grief and sadness because he was going through a lot and and he was. pretty open about it. You know, he would speak about his troubles and his struggles with sobriety and so forth. And now when you view those things, you know, it's it's hard, it's difficult. You know, there's human compassion.
1: Anecdotally, uh, I met him once in the mid 2000s. Oh really? When I lived in Orlando, Uh, you know, that was the big boy band epicenter. So we were doing some interviews and uh, he was, I guess, uh, in his mid to late teens at that point. So Mm -hmm. still very young. And I just remember being struck by how sad he seemed. Yeah. You know, like he just, seemed so distant and it's like i remember just thinking like it's weird for a teenager to be like that
0: yeah and he was hugely famous at that yeah. time there was a time when his music was even if you and i weren't listening to it it was big and irrelevant you know oh, he yeah. was he dunking his... on shack and so <laughs> forth i want candy his his remake is actually what probably people like courtney know we know the yeah. bow wow wow song and even that was a cover and harvey knows the other song yeah Um uh,
1: yeah but you know but his, his, his songs weren't like huge number one hits but his albums sold millions of copies like yeah. his fans were there and they're very sad i think everybody's it's very sad. sad everybody's sad it's just a sad situation
2: yeah so we'll learn more about that are you ready to shop Ragaton's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including Ray-Ban Good American and Alta. Ragaton is how in the no shoppers get the best savings they shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to racketon.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R A K U T E N. Shoppers get it. Let's move on to a
0: a lawsuit that is very very interesting to me. <laughs> this is Drake uh, getting sued by Vogue. Yeah, tell me about it.
1: Uh, so Drake and Twenty One Savage, their new album, Her Loss, is out. It's, it's a huge album. So they've been doing a lot of sort of fake promo. Yeah. Like they did like a, a fake SNL performance. They didn't actually go on SNL, but they had Michael B. Jordan introduce them. They performed on a replica of the set. They did a fake NPR performance. Yeah. So that instead of doing the actual promo, they're faking it. So We call the... it
0: faking, but it was like a theme. No, it's, it's, you it's, know, it's, I mean, I,
1: it sounds so it, nefarious. It, but they're, can... they're not trying to fool people. Yeah. But they did fool, I guess, Vogue. So they did a fake Vogue cover with Drake and 21 Savage on the cover. The whole They actually printed up a fake magazine yes. with a Photoshopped photo of Anna Wintour and Drake together, <laughs> which... Are there not real photos of them together? I would assume, and
0: therein is the problem, right? Yeah. So they mock up a copy of Drake and Anna Wintour on the cover of Vogue. Is that no, what, uh, no? She's not on the cover. Sorry, they mock it's up inside. a copy in the of the interior of Drake, um, which is very believable. Very believable. The, 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 the problem is a
1: mock up like that could exist and it could doesn't cause seem like parody. Confusion. So that's the thing. So now fans uh, are wanting this special edition of Vogue, and so now Vogue and, and Condé Nast, their publisher, are suing Drake for four million dollars. Saying you confused, you confused our customers. <laughs>
0: I, look, yeah. at first I thought, what a what a silly lawsuit because Anna Wintour and Drake. I seem simpatico. They seem like they occupy the same space in people's heads. They're you know, Drake is into fashion and high end, you know, sort of things. It's and not it unrealistic more... to think that Vogue would do a special issue. That's right, with Drake promoting this album. And therein lies the problem. Now, if, if, if let's say, uh, who could, like like Honey Boo Boo? If Honey Boo Boo was promoting something and mocked up a <laughs> well, cover take of a Vogue, shot at Honey Boo, Boo I don't know. It on, just geez. it seemed like it seemed like uh, someone ah. who would never grace the cover of Vogue. I don't think they'd have as good of a lawsuit because then it would fit squarely in parody. Yeah. It'd be like you know, it's uh, this any. Is- any idiot would know that that honey boo boo's not yeah. on the cover of vogue not any idiot this is knows.
1: genuine marketplace confusion and and yeah. honestly to be real I, I saw the video uh the snl performance i just saw like the thumbnail of it mm-hmm. and it's them on the set at snl that i've seen a million times and i was like wait he wasn't the musical guest this week when did this happen but it might fool you you <laughs> for a second confused. i was like i was like what is this i'm like oh okay it's he's just recreating it which i thought was pretty clever Yes. But, it was confusing at first.
0: Yeah, you would think if you're going to do this and you're so closely associated with this world that you might want to get clearance. You might want to say, hey, Vogue, I'm doing this. Maybe get them in on the joke, uh, you know, do some new pictures uh, to, to sort of enhance yeah. the the reality or the realistic sort of, uh, you know, sor- sort of scene that you're creating. But they didn't do that. And now they're facing a lawsuit, which is wild. I-, I don't think this kind of lawsuit will go the distance. I think they're suing for $4 million. The lawsuit gets some coverage and tells people, hey, we weren't in on yeah. this. And and then maybe they'll settle. I don't think Drake and Anna mentor want to be in a lawsuit for a long period of time, really, like, you know, what, duking it so out. What's also so weird
1: to me is usually this kind of thing is because it's damaging to a brand. But this is not damaging to Vogue. That's All it is, point. is it's showing them that there is demand for this, so why not just do a special issue with Drake? I think that might be where the settlement ends up. Because you're I'm, right. At, at you some think... point,
0: you have to prove both that they intentionally uh, you know, misappropriated Vogue. Fine. They can maybe get there. It caused some confusion. Yes. What are your damages? Well, Did it hurt your brand? Is Vogue wor- is, is worth less because well, and, of Drake doing this? It's sort probably of not. It's probably there's, worth more.
1: There's a lyric on the new album where, where Drake talks about like trying to impress a girl. He's like, you know... Like the '90s R&B group with one phone call, I can get you in vogue. Mm. But he probably could. Drake could probably make a phone call and get somebody in vogue if he wanted. Probably, at least maybe not now. Maybe not now.
0: Now that he's pissed off, kind of ass. but Maybe. I think you're right. I mean, that's it, it's interesting as a lawsuit is. Is I don't think it's going to go the distance because there's not going to be. You don't want to see damages. Ex- experts say we lost a lot of value because Drake did this. I don't think they're going to be able to prove that. And Drake no, is bring in his own in- experts and say like I actually improved the value. You sold more magazines yeah. after this. The
1: problem is for Vogue is that people are now asking how they can get the magazine. So he just created the demand for a product they don't have yet.
0: Yeah. So, maybe the lawsuit is just to make everyone aware, hey, we're not in on it. Or if you're a real conspiracy theorist, is that the lawsuit's part of the promotion and now we get more press. I doubt that's <laughs> the case. Who even knows the My mind is really now. I All don't right. Know. Let's move uh, to my final story. This is a fun one. So, Jay Z and Jeff Bezos grabbed dinner. Now, why yeah. is this important? They went to a restaurant on the Sunset Strip called Horses
1: around 7 30 p.m. These are two massive, massive moguls. Also, remember, Horses, it, it, it's not open on Mondays. Oh. They opened just for. Jeff Bezos and Jay Z. It's good to be the kings. It really it is It's really good to be multi billionaires.
0: So what? It, why? Why this is interesting is a couple days it was revealed that uh, ago it was revealed that both of them have interest in buying a football team, the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders on the East Coast in D.C. Um, Dan Snyder was the owner of that team. Fell into huge amounts of scandal. There yeah. were reports of. Sexual misconduct and just a, a a place that was rife with sort of discrimination and yucky yeah. workplace. So he's tactics. just going to get
1: paid and go away. So he's going to say, as, as "All going right, to be a billionaire.
0: I'll sell yeah. my team, so, which is valued around five point six billion dollars. Uh, he's, he's selling do for right.
1: more than seven. Yeah, seven he's got billion dollars." Uh, now, what's interesting to me? So we know that Jeff and Jay Z both are interested in buying the team. So they're probably meeting to go halfsies on it, I would guess. Yes. Now, Jeff can buy it himself. That's what I'm thinking. So Jay-Z is a billionaire, but I don't think he could just drop $7 billion on, on the commanders. Jeff Bezos probably could. He's, he's, he's a, you know, yes.
0: Jeff Bezos could buy but this Jeff team just Bezos, like Elon Musk bought Twitter yeah. himself. He has enough money to buy it outright. But uh, also, and not how really cool is it even. to do it with Jay-Z. It's not and only cool, thing. it really helps your ownership. When you buy a sports league, unlike Twitter, look, Elon Musk said, I want Twitter. Uh, yeah. I want to make an edit button and they won't make it for me. I'll buy Twitter. Y- yeah. You can do sort of impulsive things as a mega, mega billionaire. Buying a sports team, you want a face of the franchise, right? And when the Dodgers were bought, there was big money, billion dollars. Yeah. And then they had Magic Johnson as yeah. the front man, who is the unofficial mayor of L.A. And it brings a sort of warm, uh, good feeling about like, oh, this team's in good hands. They're with a legend. Yeah. If you bring Jay Z to your ownership and, team, and
1: Jay Z's got his Rock Nation in, involved in sports. He had his deals with the NFL for the Super Bowl, uh, which he's has, he's done the Super Bowl halftime show, right? No, Jay has half- Super.
0: No, Jay Z didn't do it. No, he wasn't part of the the team of people, <laughs> not yet. Oh, but he's geez, part of it. But Eric. he's part of uh, he's part of uh, signing but, but up he's, all those. But he he understands
1: acts. the the ins and outs, the inside workings of the NFL mm-hmm. and 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 football and sports, and he's. Knowledgeable in that it's not just like some random person like hey I like the, the commanders I'm going to buy some no he's chunk in the world of, of sports of enter- yeah. and entertainment so so the two it's of lot them of are meeting and I'm sure that's you know it, what's funny is Jeff and Lauren Sanchez showed up together Jay showed up with Corey Gamble randomly I don't know why he was there but you know you know Jeff and 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 Lauren were like. Is Beyonce coming? Yeah. <laughs> is she going to be here or is it just Corey? Is, 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 is okay. Corey the only one? Or um, should
0: we keep an extra, an extra plate open? It'll be fascinating. I think this is now a very strong sign that something is going to move yeah. forward because as we said, Jeff Bezos has enough money. He doesn't need a huge ownership group where he has to sort of hand around the collection plate for, and, and Jay-Z's not hurting for, for billions and of stuff. dollars. And so. Jay-Z's not hurting for cash. I think he'll put up a little money. He'll be the face of the franchise. But, and nothing he, could be better for the Washington Commanders than getting a oh, new yeah. ownership group a fresh start away from Dan Snyder.
1: And Jay-Z. And also, fun story, a uh, little add on to this story here is so they opened the restaurant on a Monday just for the two of them. Mm-hmm. Jeff left around 930. Yep. Jay left a little bit after midnight. Oh wow. So, so Jay still hanging out time. with Corey Gamble because Jay still parties man. He's still cool. That's Jeff why for like Jeff o'clock. Bezos you want to get with Jay-Z. It's a good it's a good point. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time.